0: back with season two of total random mama keeping hashtag mom life real i am total random mama i also go by tara and i'm the mom to henry who is seven and miles who's now two um so yeah it's 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 uh it's been over a year um since i last sat down um to record uh I tried to a few times, um, but as you know, because it is a year later, you know, the world got struck (laughs) with a pandemic. Uh, That's the first time I have said that word. In about six months, I have I decided about six months ago I was not going to say that word anymore. I was tired of it. I just it just so I just to make myself feel better. I was calling it anything but panda bear, pandaronium, pandaronium, pandemonium, pandemonium. You know anything, anything but the word, the p word. Um, So I guess maybe we should start there. Um, It's a year later, and everybody I guess has their own covid lockdown story um i'm in ontario in canada and um so we shut down henry came home from school for march break and basically it was the march break that never ended um and our my work had a case um, and we shut down, so I was I was working from home. I had just gone back to work, um, so I hadn't really gotten my footing yet. I was still trying to figure out, you know, my schedules and things like that. Because as as moms who have children know, obviously, moms who have children. My God, okay, I have to just tell you that it is super super early here. Uh, like I'm up before the kids. I got up just after my husband before the kids. I'm hoping to record this before they get up because i'll get into this my time management of my life has gone i'm still struggling with that um and it's been super super difficult for me to find time for myself i feel one of the things that i've struggled with this past year is is me time i'm giving time to work and i'm giving time to The kids and my husband but it's it's very difficult to find time for me so um excuse me if my brain is not fully functioning I do have a coffee which I'm going to take a sip of right now which I don't normally do when I'm recording but my god it's needed um yes so um I yeah I just gone back to work um we Miles was at his new daycare Henry was in school, I was struggling at work because it was, it was very difficult to balance the new home life reality and my new work life. And, and my job, especially during that time, was very demanding and highly stressful. And when I left, there was a certain dynamic that had completely changed when I'd gone back to work. Um, and so there was trying to find my footing there. Um, there was a lot of work to be done because of the time that I was off Um, you know we were already a small team so my job was spread out over a a few people they they had to take on that plus their own jobs which was probably very difficult for them to do as well Um, so it was just stress all around (laughs) and there was some conflict um, and so my anxiety which i didn't even know i really had until covid um was starting to go through the roof so when we locked down originally i i was optimistic i was like oh yeah we'll just do this for a couple of weeks and everything will be fine it'll be fine and then the daycare closed which was still fine it was fine because it was march break and i had taken march break off so it was fine and then it turned into a month <laughs> and even thinking about it, I get a little bit emotional because my mental health took such a hit and my kids were seeing it. Now, I'm one of these parents who I don't believe in hiding my emotions from my children. I don't agree with. Um... Oh, sorry. Someone is messaging me this early in the morning. That's crazy. Um, I don't agree with, um, you know hiding things from your kids I think if they I think it's a good thing for them to see even even arguments you know my husband and I will argue in front of our children we we don't curse um in front of our kids Uh, we try to keep it respectful because we want them to see us work it out they we want them to see the beginning the middle and the end um and even with emotions I don't want I don't want my boys to hide how they feel so I'm very I'm very emotive around my children but this was a lot like I I was spinning and not, it was not good. Um, I couldn't speak without crying. I I remember just feeling the weight of everything. And so at the time I had to work. I was in, I was not in a position because I was just coming off of mat leave. I was not in a position where I could pause and, and, you know, take more time up because I was just coming off mat leave. So we, we had budgeted for me to be off work for a year. And so I had to go back to work. But now I'm working and I have a one-year-old who was not walking at the time. And I have a six-year-old at the time who needs my attention as well. And he's wondering what the hell is going on with the world. Um, so I, I had a breakdown. Um, I remember calling my doctor and being like, I, I don't know what this feeling is and I don't like it and I can't I can't manage it and I, and, and I don't know how, I feel like I'm drowning and I, I don't know how to get up and, and, and do this. And I could see it was scaring my husband, it was scaring my kids, it was scaring me. Um, I didn't want to call my friends because in my head I'm like, if I'm going through this, they're going through this, so they don't need my crap on top of their crap. So I did what I do often and I kind of went inwards. Um, and then after about a week or so of this, and it was it was a dark time. Um, I was angry, I was emotional, I was short tempered. Um, but I didn't want to medicate. Um And it's not because I I don't believe in in medication. I believe that there, I didn't believe at the time that I, this was a forever thing or something that I had before that I needed medication for. And also to just, I mean, medication for mental health has never worked out very well for me. I've tried twice um, and it it was not good. I don't do well with that medication. So I wanted to try and find natural ways to deal with it, Um, but those weren't, really options I started drinking um I hadn't really drank in six years um so uh, like many I started drinking um it started out like one drink and then it was two or three um I didn't get out of hand with it um where it became a problem I recognized really early that okay you're doing this to numb Um, And so my husband asked that my parent talk to me and he's like, maybe your parents can step in. I know we're not really supposed to be seeing other people um, because we were on lockdown, like I said, and it was a pretty strict lockdown in the beginning. Um, He's like, but they need you because they are on their own and you obviously need them. And so we called my parents and I've always said this. My parents are amazing. I am so blessed and so lucky to have the parents that I have. Are they perfect? Absolutely not. But no one is. Um, And they try their best. Um, And they are fantastic grandparents as well. Um, So they started taking the boys in the morning. And I would pick them up at lunchtime. So that gave me, you know, four hours to work without interruption from the kids. Um, And then I'd pick them up in the afternoon. Henry would then go downstairs and watch a movie. Miles would have his nap and I would able to get another two to three hours in and then I would just make up an hour or so in the evening time after they went to bed. Whereas prior to that, I was working a couple of hours in the morning um and then a couple of hours in the afternoon and so basically I was getting up at about 5 36 o'clock every day and I was working or dealing with kids until about midnight and then so I wasn't getting enough sleep so that's number one I wasn't getting enough sleep number two the stress of it all so it was it was just a lot so with my parents it lifted such a bubble such a such a burden and we created this you know parent bubble. Uh, restrictions started to let up. I, I, I. By summer, we were able to move around a little bit, and then my work implemented this volunteer program where you, you know, you took a little bit of time off. Um, so I decided to take Mondays, and so every Monday, uh, my kids and I, because daycare still wasn't open yet for a while, um, it did open up again, um, but my kids and I would go and do what we used to do, what I used to love to do, which was little adventures now again we weren't supposed to be like driving all over doing when we opened up in the summertime we were still keeping it very small there was a lot of places that were doing these drive-through things which were fantastic um we went on a little mini vacation where we rented a cottage and there was a pool and things like that and so we we did that in the summertime in Niagara um with my parents which was lovely uh, we fixed up our backyard and made it, not that it, there was anything wrong, but we added like more comfortable like seating and, and, you know, things, a little baby pool for the kids to play with, like just added some more stuff in the backyard to make it more cozy because we spent a lot of time in our backyard, as I'm sure a lot of you did. Um, and it really helped us through. Being outside helped us get through. Um, but I did notice a change in my children um Henry basically went 6 months with little to no contact with any of his friends. Um there was a few kids in the neighborhood and because we are very lucky where we live in Ontario because our numbers were never very as high or as close to being as high as uh other areas, but we are included in a in a we're included in the Durham region um health unit even though we are not Durham region it's it's a whole thing Um, so Durham region was having issues but our area was not really so there was a we were a little bit we were able to be a little bit more lax in our bubble rules Um, and because people were here were also being very strict about external bubbling so for example we have family in Toronto we saw them once um, when everything opened, and that was it. And it was outside. It was, you know, everyone here was basically staying here and only meeting with people here. Or if they were doing anything external, it was outside. They were meeting family outside. So I have to give credit to my community for that. So there was a couple of neighborhood kids. And, and even the kids were very used to um, distance playing. They, they got very creative. But I did notice a change in Henry. Um, He, Henry was always a sweet, polite, uh, empathetic, kind boy. He didn't get angry very easily. Um, He didn't tantrum. He didn't, he had a little bit of sass. I mean, he's my son, but um, it wasn't a lot. But I noticed that he was angry a lot and he was lashing out and he had this attitude and it it was a lot and he's still working through it he's still processing and I I think that he felt that because I was breaking down he had to be okay but then it was weighing on him and so we had to do a lot of talking in our home and a lot of correcting of behaviors um, but also being understanding and my husband and I had to do a lot of self-reflection as well because we came to the realization that we had high, such high expectations of a six year old. And we had to take, not only just take them down because of what was happening, but also because Henry was such a good kid, or is such a good kid, he's not just was, but at the time, I'm thinking in the past tense, he was such a good kid that we just, he was so easy. So when he was being difficult, you know, we were treating it like it was a normal like we it was a immediate correction of a normal behavior but it wasn't normal this was not normal it was not normal for any of us and so we had to give him some grace and so that was a learning thing for us as parents that you know is henry capable of these amazing things absolutely but this is not a normal time and he's trying to process this so we have to show him some grace and (laughs) then there's miles Oh, that child was put on this earth to test me. Um <laughs> in previous podcasts I've mentioned he had colic and how tough that was. Um he took that to the next level. That child screams for everything. Again though, this is this is because of what's happening, but it's wearing. It was hard, it is hard. He it's still something we're working through and the, the issue is is that you know, he's not in an age yet where c- you can reason with him or explain to him or anything. So y- y- you just got to let him scream a little sometimes. But that's also very hard to listen to as a parent. Um, yeah, like I think the neighbors, can, I ask the neighbors often, like, did can you hear him? Because when I tell you this child screams, like this child screams and he went through, and the other thing we never dealt with with Henry, as I mentioned, he never did temper tantrums. Well, this child would throw himself on the floor and scream and kick his feet and all of these things. And I didn't know how to handle it because I never had to handle anything like that before. And so that was fun. And I was getting all this amazing advice that worked for so many people. And like one, one was actually funny. (laughs) My mother's like, Tara, you threw one temper tantrum and I laid on the floor with you and I mimicked you and you looked at me and you stood up and you looked back at me like I was crazy and you walked away. She's like, so try that. So not even a few hours passed and Miles threw himself on the floor and started like kicking his feet and screaming and so I laid on the floor and I started doing the same. And that child looked at me and put his face to my face and screamed louder. So, yeah, there's that. That's been fun. But at the same time, he's also a good kid. I mean, it's a small issue, but he's kind and he he says sorry and he hugs you and he's interacting now and I'm loving that I'm, I'm getting to see all of this because of the lockdown. Like if the lockdown didn't happen, I would have not seen Miles take his first steps because he wasn't walking when I went back to work. You know, so there are bright spots. If this lockdown didn't happen, my marriage wouldn't be as good as it is. I mean, we I didn't have a bad marriage to begin with, but I think... it. I think we, my husband and I are very independent people who share our lives together. I remember I said something once on Facebook and I think I shocked some of my friends because I said, I don't need my husband. I choose to have him in my life. it's a choice I make. If he were to leave tomorrow, I know I would be okay. I, you know, I would miss him because I like we've been together forever. But I would know that that was probably the best thing for him and the best thing for me if that's what where we ended up. And you know, I'd be fine. He'd be fine. He chooses me every day. He would be just fine without me. Um, we're very independent people who share our lives together. So, but what I notice about us is that when things are like this tough we hunker down together you know so we and 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 we complement as much as we're opposites we complement each other um and so a lot of relationships as we know are 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 struggling or not doing as well or even unfortunately falling apart um i i we kind of thrived in it and I I I know that sounds weird to say but like he's a homebody and and I am not so he's taught me to be still a little bit um but yeah we we we've communicate better because we're constantly together like I joke with people and I'm like I did not sign up for this with marriage. I I did not sign up for a 24/7 husband. I signed up for you go and I go to work and then we come back and we have dinner together and then we go to bed and then on weekends we're together. That's what I signed up for. I didn't sign up for seeing your face 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Cuz that's kind of what's happening right now for a lot of us, right? Um, even parenting, I did not sign up to be a parent 24 seven. I signed up for like, I'm going to do a year with each of you with my, Henry, I did a a year and a half and then you're going to go to daycare and I'm going to go to work or school. And then we're going to get back together and we're going to have fun. And we're going to like, these are the things I signed up for. So as a family and as a marriage though, as much as it's not what I signed up for and as much as sometimes, um, (laughs) it's a lot, it's a lot, um, we're doing good and I'm, I'm glad I got this time with my family I, I'm as hard as it's been um, I think all, that's that that's the thing the positive thing that I will look back on is that you know I I, I had them I had my my boys my my big and small boys um, and I'm not usually that mushy about my husband especially publicly but you know 26 years and I I still choose to go through crap like this with him. Um, So I know that this year has been incredibly hard for us and I'm sure, not even I'm sure, I know that it's been incredibly tough for so many people. There has been so much loss of jobs, of family members, um, homes, you know, so many restrictions, so many people revealed to be idiots. Um, but there's a light at the end of the tunnel, you know, we have vaccines now. Um, so, uh, I mean, get vaccinated when it's your time, but make sure that you talk to your doctor first, um, about which vaccine is right for you, especially if you are older. Um, And also, please remember that this pandemonium is not over, so still wear a mask. And, you know, I'm going to take a moment to do this too, all you anti-maskers out there. I am not wearing a mask because I live in fear. I wear a mask to protect others. And I saw a great tweet by, uh, I think the name was Middle-Aged Riot uh, on Twitter, and It said something to the effect of the only thing I fear is disease spewing, science denying. Oh, God. Science denying approximation of a human being like you, anti-masker, is going to make me or others sick because your ignorance, uh, because you value your ignorance more than our lives. So... You know, you think you're doing something by being an anti-masker, um, but you're not. You're just showing your ass. Excuse my language. I should. I guess I'll have to have to put a, a parental warning on this one. Um, so, wear a mask, social distance, um, be as safe as possible, keep to your bubble, um, and hopefully, we will all be vaccinated by all adults by September and our lives can get to a new normal. So with that, I'm gonna close this episode, um, cause that was a lot to process and the kids are gonna be up very, very soon in like five minutes. Um, I got a lot planned for this season and hope- hopefully I will be able to have some friends join me. Um, that's actually been the holdup for me launching this season. Like I said, where we live, we've been in and out of lockdown. Um, so while I've been gathering like letting people play outside or talking to neighbors and friends outside we have to be in a house to do this and so it hasn't really been safe um but I have a lot to cover this season um so I hope you will continue to tune in and share and 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 leave comments and let me know how you manage this year I really want to know how where everybody else is and what did you struggle with um how are you feeling a year later I want to know um so yeah Thanks for tuning in to Total Random Mama. Keep it hashtag MamaLife Real. And uh, don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Total Random Mama. Or like my Facebook page, Total Random Mama. And we cannot forget about the website, TotalRandomMama.com. And uh, remember, you're not doing this alone, uh, we're in it together.